so it's our first it's our first time recording since the Oscars went down. And so we have to we have to give our recap, even though it's been it's been a couple weeks. Maybe maybe even a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. I think it's only been a couple weeks. You definitely weeks. never forgotten it. Yeah. <laughs> Not with that ending you didn't. Uh yeah, I mean what are, what were what were your takeaways? Oh man, I I overall liked it. You know, it felt different. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed, like, sometimes it really hit for me. Like, um, when Stephen, uh, Stephen Yoon, Yoon? Yeah. Uh, when he, like, gave his talk about, like, going to see Jurassic Park with his mom for the first time. You know, some of the stories felt were really personal and they really hit for me. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Um, and I was fine with them, like, getting, like, creative with the, uh, order that you, they gave out awards, you know? Yeah. Um, until the end, then it didn't really work as well, you know, <laughs> when they didn't give the, the award to Chadwick Boseman. But I can't blame them. We all thought it was going to happen, and it would have been yeah. even if it did. Yeah, it looked bad because of how it happened, uh... It was, you know, you could even say embarrassing. Was it, do you, all this time removed, do you think it was as bad as it felt in the moment? Because I do. I still think it was really, really bad. Like an extremely bad look. It was fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is, if, if it's aged, it's only aged worse. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. It I just tough. like, I just assumed they knew who was going to win. I mean, this shows I did they too. don't know who's going to win going in. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I thought, like, they obviously don't have sway, but I, I would have thought they knew. Um, Just peeking the envelope, you know? For no other reason than, like, does it matter that much? Like, if the producers get a little heads up, you know, a little wink and a nod. Like, Not someone someone from whatever the... Because it's always, like, an accounting firm that does it, right? So it's, like, someone from yeah. Deloitte is, like, takes a look at the production list and is just, like, don't do this. Like, I feel like they should. They should. They, that should be part of the process. Like, yeah, just, don't like... do this. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cause like, uh, yeah. How, like, cause they don't build. They don't have that go last unless if they are almost positive he's winning. Oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, because they it, probably. Like, yeah. They probably had like a montage ready. You know, like they were oh, yeah. ready to like make it a moment, and it would have been a great moment. Yeah, for sure. Like they were, they were, they were, they were all prepared for that. And then, yeah, yeah. And it sucked because, like, it at the end, like the most satisfying or like cool wins were the stuff that would normally be last, and they moved because they they thought they thought something else is good. Like you know, like Chloe Z- yeah. Zhao getting you know winning best director and Nomad that wing would have been itself a a cool moment. I mean, it was a cool moment, but it was like it could have been the closer on its own, and they moved yeah, totally. it for something they thought they thought <laughs> didn't happen. <laughs> I still can't believe it. Just blows my mind. I can't believe, like, first of all, I can't believe they didn't like did they didn't think ahead. But I also can't believe Chadwick Boseman didn't win it. Who's not writing Chadwick Boseman? It's astounding. Theme? It's it's honestly astounding. Like, and this is just like. I mean, like their their ratings were horrific, which is not surprising, given no. you know, given the year and also like, but this is just like another thing. I just it's we talk about this almost every year about the Oscars. <laughs> it's like they fundamentally fundamentally misunderstand what they're what they are. Yeah, and this felt like that, like very very hardcore. <laughs> yeah, this that that is that is what it is. Like this is. Maybe Anthony Hopkins gave the performance of the year, but now, like, he already has two Oscars. Yeah. This is Chadwick Boseman's last chance. This is what you're made for, are moments like this. Yeah, it's literally, like, the only point of your existence, in a way. I mean, like, really, I kind of feel that way. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like the the whole point of this is to, you know... I mean, yeah, Anthony Hopkins was great, and, like, it's not his fault. Like, he seems like a nice fellow. He didn't even yeah, show up. I don't blame him at all. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah, it, it is it is pretty astounding. Um, fuck, what was I gonna say? 
Do you, one of the theories of like how this happened that I heard, which is hilarious, and one was, was the reason why we were why we were anti anti the father, which seems like a fine movie. I still haven't seen it, and I I I think that's aged incredibly well. Yeah. Um, but one of the reasons why this happened, the theory is, is that the father was released so much later than all the other movies. And so like no one saw it until more recently, which was precisely yeah. why we boycotted its existence and its involved, it's heavily involvement in this race. It's because no one could fucking see it. Yeah. <laughs> it worked incredibly well. And I'm sure a lot of people just saw Anthony Hopkins name in like check marked it. Yeah, and there's like some theories that like the you know the British voting block is larger than people realize, which might be I have no idea, but that seems pretty lame to be honest. Like, it'd be a very British move. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I remember what I was gonna say. Um, we, we talked about low ratings for a moment. I bet you like half of the people that did watch were watching just to, to watch Chadwick Boseman win an award. Yeah. You. Yeah. yeah. That's, again, it's just like it's just it's so it kind of it just it, you know that's like why the Green Book win was so bad was because like it was just it was just the Hollywood people like protest voting uh, Netflix when yeah. that's how most people watch movies. It's like you just you fundamentally don't understand what this what, where you're at. <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah, you just but that's what it is really. Yeah. Do you want to go through some of the other awards that we liked or hated? Yeah, we can do our. I mean, we have our final tallies. You you edged me out. Did you? Did you? Was it, oh, I did. Was it by? It was by one, right? We, we, I think was this was. One. I think it was fourteen to thirteen. Every time we're like about the same, like around there. Was yeah. it the? Was it the original screenplay? Is that like the one? Because I felt like we pretty much got the similar ones, and like we both had a couple. Slay. No, I don't think I got original screenplay right. I lost my my thing. But was it but was it adapted screenplay that you picked the father? It might have been a, no, because I didn't pick the father. Oh okay, I I don't know. I was trying I to think which it. which ones which ones we we flipped on. Oh, did you you had a you had actress in a supporting role? Perhaps. Uh, let me get to that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I chose... Didn't you choose the grandma from Minari? No, I, uh, I chose Amanda... Oh, fuck. Amanda from <laughs> yes. You chose Amanda. Yeah. Yeah, that no, I did one. choose the grandma. I got you one there. Um, and then we also split a couple on the ones that, like, the more technical yeah. awards. Uh, but since doing that, uh, the, the podcast and the predictions... I sent before the Oscars and after that I watched Promising Young Woman. Oh, uh, okay. Which won original screenplay, which yeah. was a big win for me. That was like that was my favorite movie of the year for sure. Okay. That, that I, I, I really love that win. I knew you yeah, I just I forgot you watched that's why I thought you got a screenplay, because I knew you loved it, but I, I forgot that you recorded that before you saw it. Yeah. Um, I mean, best sound, one. you know, best sound, nailed it. Uh, no, Got the most important award to the most important movie. Uh, yeah, film editing as well. That was a big win for me. Personally. That was a big win, dude. And you called it, didn't you? Yeah, I know. I picked it. I picked it on my on my little sheet here. Yeah, fuck yeah. I would be I would be talking mad shit. <laughs> Original score, you know, really the big awards we we got. Yeah, the ones that matter. Right. Um, Documentary feature. Got that one. Oh yeah, I got that one as well. Have you? It's on Netflix. Have you seen it? I have not. I've heard it's very weird. Feels like a lot. Yeah, Yeah. I heard it's very weird. I'm gonna see it, but it's. (laughs) I've heard it's very weird. Um. Uh, I mean, cinematography. That was a surprise. What one cinematography? Was that Mank one? Mank. That was a surprise. I'm I'm really glad that one. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I I get it. I get why it won. Yeah, I I thought it, I was yeah I was just surprised. I thought it'd be Nomadland, but I did too. I know I did too. Yeah, I'm just glad make one something because I, I didn't think it was like a great like like I don't think it should have won Best Picture or anything, but I thought it was a really good movie it, and it got a lot of hate uh, that I didn't think it deserved. Hmm. I think in hindsight, it was dumb to split. 
makeup and hairstyling and costume design. I feel like those are pretty linked awards. But I guess I it agree. makes sense I think you because can combine those. Yeah, because we split um Ma Rainey's and Mank. So like I guess it would have been a double or nothing. Like I feel like Mank was just as plausible, but it went yeah. it went to Ma both went to Ma Rainey's. Actress in the leading role was a little bit of... I wouldn't say it was a surprise. We both picked uh, her, right? Yeah, we both picked her, but like that was the race that was kind of up in the air. Yeah. And I'm, after a promising young woman, I was rooting for Carrie Mulligan really hard. But that's fine. Frances McDormand was pretty pretty exceptional. Yeah. She, she deserved a win. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't have any... I don't have any wild any any other wild takes except yeah i mean it, it obviously ended uh in <laughs> triumphant disaster just just what a fucking moment and it just like they announced they announced anthony hopkins and then it literally just ended nothing like yeah <laughs> the best part it was uh what's his face walking phoenix the, the joker walking yeah. phoenix did it and he was like oh anthony hopkins is gonna talk bye <laughs> It was the most awkward and like it was. It was perfect. It was so perfect. Yeah, yeah, because they had probably a bunch of stuff queued up and they just had to cut it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's truly, truly a magnificent, magnificent disaster. Um. All right. Well, the Oscars. It might live for another year. (laughs) It seems to be a dying (laughs) institution. That's honestly self-inflicted at this point. Um, yeah, <laughs> nobody to blame but yourselves. Uh, but we'll see if they if there's an Oscars next year, we're gonna do this dumb thing again. And I, I'll, I'll my ears are open for next year's best sound already. Don't don't you worry. <laughs> yeah. Nobody will replace sound and metal, but we have yeah. to award somebody. If there is something, I will I will sure certainly let you know. Does has anything come out that's qualified yet? Because apparently the father still counted for this one, so. True. I was gonna say King Kong vs. Godzilla, but probably not. Oh, yeah. No, I probably. I don't. I don't know how they did this. It might. I don't uh, like. I don't think. I don't think like anything that is gonna compete for something has come out. Yeah, I mean, it it wouldn't be. Is it cut off the same? Like it has to. Is it like the calendar year again? That's what it was in the past, right? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, we'll see. We have a whole year to not be upset about the Oscars. Yeah. I, I am, for one, excited. Yeah, me too. I can't wait. And like I said, we'll keep our ears open for best sound as the year progresses and, and let you know. Um, all right. Speaking of sounds. <laughs> oh, God it kinda damn, worked. what a It kind of worked. We did the opposite of this six-pack a few weeks ago, month ago, several weeks ago, yes. time ago, uh, we did we did a six pack of long albums, so you know what time it is now. On this episode of the Noah and Eric Show, it is it is time for short albums. Fuck yeah! How art should be right. Short, 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 and consumable in bite sized pieces. Uh, the time we cut off. It, the time cutoff is 38 minutes or shorter. We thought about 35 uh, or like 40. We kind of split the difference with 38. Be honest, I feel pretty awful about my list, mainly because of how hyped you sound about your list. And you were the one saying, like, we could do 35 if, if you want. And I was like, fuck no, I can, <laughs> I can barely do 38. So I'm confused <laughs> as to what I'm missing. Um, I I don't know I I'm confused of what you're missing too I could have I could have made a list of twelve for under thirty eight I feel like Easy. I I I've, I fucked up somewhere I mean to be like I did um I limited myself to like one Beatles album so like I did as well I I could have well, done yeah. I could have done more there but like I really don't know i'm i feel like i've missed some some big one i I guess you know i didn't um i figured you would do dylan i'm sure there's a bunch of he is actually not on my list is he not okay fuck i'm trying to think of what what you would because i like i did i didn't even check but i assumed he had at least a couple he had a couple of his like not bad albums but like 
his mid-tier albums, you know? Definitely listenable, but, like, not making his top ten. Okay. But not his 80s shit that, like, is, like, barely... I like how mid-tier doesn't make his top ten because he's made a thousand fucking albums. He's made Um, a fucking thousand albums. (laughs) I don't know what I'm missing. I'm gonna learn. I'm excited to learn. Um, He also has, like, ten, like, elite albums, so, like, it makes sense. Okay. And I feel decent about my top four... But I, I'm confused. So we will see how this I unravels. All six of mine are like five, ten out of ten albums. And there's a couple of them I threw on be like a little like surprising, you know. Yeah. But I threw on a couple more with classics. And like I, I tried to stay away from from classics, but even then, like I was still, like I was trying to not include a Beatles album at all. And then I was like, well, <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Because I feel so bad about my list. Uh, so, I'm, I'm, I'm curious what you're gonna. Pick. This is gonna go. Just ex- dive right in. Yeah, let's go. Di- let's dive right in. Uh, can I do mine first? Because I feel terrible. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> so my six is uh, is is Ty Siegel self-titled from 2017. Mm. It's a good oh, album. Yeah, I had a Ty Siegel on my honorable mentions. Oh, okay. So I mean, like, 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 I don't think any of these are bad. I just, I, you seemed super jazzed that like it was. There's too many to choose from, and I felt like I found seven. <laughs> Dude, my honorable mentions is going to be like ten minutes long. <laughs> I have a ton of honorable mentions that are sub forty, but they didn't miss the the thirty eight. So mm. yeah, there's we'll a see. lot I had to cut off. That was at thirty nine. Yeah. Anyway, Ty Siegel, self-titled from 2017. I, I think it's one of his best, if not his best. I don't know why. It's like the first Ty Siegel I actually, like, album I actually listened to, so that's probably it. But I think it's it's good. It's just, it's Ty Siegel. Really like Ty Siegel sound. Yeah, it's just fun, garage rock fun. He's got a really good voice for garage rock, too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my sixth. I'm gonna be honest, I really can't tell, like, a difference between any of his albums you know like they kind of all bleed together mostly because they're so short like That's all fair. of his albums are like 30 minutes yeah god bless him you know <laughs> yeah no it's I, I i heard it like an interview he did when he was promoting this album and they're like why did you self-title this one and he his only answer was like oh this one's my baby and i just remember thinking that was like a really weird answer like that is a weird answer like, what, i like, like it he, though he just makes 30 minute albums like every other year and this one was special for some reason but probably just because he was so, too lazy to name it <laughs> like <laughs> that's what he was insinuating <laughs> he has that vibe for sure <laughs> but yeah. yeah what a guy like a lot of people like every other like <laughs> he puts out an album every other year and they're so short like he probably puts that album together in like a couple days. Yeah, yeah. This They're one not is definitely produced. has that vibe. He had that one double album that's pretty good, um, but this one is like that. You could tell like it was just raw. They were in a room for maybe a week, if that, and they just jammed out a thirty-minute album, and it's good. I like it. Yeah. Um. All right. All what's right. Your, what's your six? I feel like it's gonna be on your list because you introduced me to this band. On the podcast, okay. I'm choosing Masterpiece by The Big Thief, coming in at oh, 37 okay. minutes. Okay, that's that's in my honorable mention. I I dude, I love this band. This like Master Thief and uh, their other like first album, mm. yeah, uh, are just awesome fucking albums. And they like they're a great. I love. It's the type of album you want to listen to from start to finish. You don't really want to hop around. Yeah. Like I never listen to Master uh, Big Thief picking individual songs. It's whenever it's when I want to play a Big Thief album, you know? Yeah. They they um I feel like we started listening to them before they kind of got big. When we I think we started listening to them big. before before that. I would like to say we, I would like to I would We like to were in that. on them early. Yeah. So, specifically, you. This was a hell of a find by you. I don't even know. I don't even know how I found it, to be honest. But yeah, I do. I do remember. I do remember this. Yes. Yeah, the first album because that's the one with Paul, which is a yeah. great song. 
No, I think Paul's actually on big, uh, Master... Actually, Masterpiece is their first album. Never mind. Yeah. Which is a, kind of a baller move, like naming your first album Masterpiece. <laughs> I just realized that, yeah. You know, they believed. They believed. Like, Call I your believed. fucking shot. I like their other albums, but their first two albums are like kind of special to me. I agree. And they put out those the two albums were like in the same year. Yeah. Those are, those are the two that blew up and I didn't really understand. I thought that yeah, I agree. I thought the first two albums were better. Yeah, two the one of the albums has I'm looking it up right now. Uh the song Not, which is a great song. One of their best songs they've ever written. Uh-huh. But besides of that, the album doesn't compare to their their first two. You know, yeah, when you're connoisseurs like us, you know, like these these mainstream people don't appreciate <laughs> We, the we talent we saw, right? The talent we saw from the beginning. No, yeah, the, that's we a great. Think pick. for ourselves. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I feel a little better. I feel like I, I was. I felt like I was wayward. I felt like you were gonna name like, I don't even know, like some like obvious oh, album. Wait. Okay. My my last four are very obvious. My next okay. one might be. I, I I don't know if you know my next one. My next one's definitely not. It's a uh, it's it's a uh, Lysol by the Melvins. Which is just a, it's just a. Gotta throw the Melvins in. Yeah, there. <laughs> shockingly, I was like, I was thinking of bands that would write short albums, right? And I was kept going yeah. through them, and I was like, the Melvins have to be one. Like they just feel like that, but they really only have a couple, and and Lysol is the best one of those. So that's that is why I picked it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised it wasn't higher in your list. I I my, my top four is solid. We'll see. Okay. Well, that one's my fifth, yeah. But I'm saying, like, from here on, my my, I feel a lot better about my list. Um, I but I have, I think two two of these will be on yours, and I'm curious about about the other one, one of the the other two. But we'll see. Uh, so what is your, what is your fifth? Um, I'm trying to think of what's going to be on yours now. Okay, uh, my have you heard of the band Orion Sun? No, I've, I think I've heard of the band Sun, but I think that is a different thing than what you're talking about. Or it's Sun, very uh, Sun much O. A thing. Okay, um, no, there's it's a like band sun, called like B Sun. Okay, um, so they uh, they have an album called, or she has an album, I think, uh, called uh, Hold Space for Me. It's her first album. Came out 2020. You gotta check this out. It is it's R and B soul classified as. So it's more R and B. It is a fucking banger of an album. It can fit like any mood, you know, like music. Like if you're like doing work, if you're hanging out with people, um, it, it, it is it is really really exceptional. And it's only thirty two minutes. Is it is it Orion Sun? It's got to be this. Yeah, yeah that, that's how you pronounce that. <laughs> Thank you for one upping me on a band you never heard of. Okay. Well, it was confusing because there's a band I've heard of called Sun O, which I that's what I was looking at. I was like, I know a Sun, is it? But it's confusing because this is Orion Sun, which is kind of similar enough when it's like just like on the you know on the back of your mind. But this is yeah. this is different. Yes. So Orion Sun, I will I will I will put it on Orion the list. Sun. Again, we should just let me reinvent the English language. Yeah, we. <laughs> they, that was before we started the show. But I feel like, I was. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot lately. Yeah. Uh yeah. Do you, I mean you water I wasn't gonna bring it up, but I feel like we have to now. You're <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I just I think like now that we're coming out of the pandemic, this is an opportunity to get rid of a lot of these stupid rules and pronunciations that the English language has, and I have volunteered myself to do that job. Right, right. And and what this was based around was <laughs> you forgot what music videos were called. So you call oh, what, shit, yeah. What'd you call them? Song movies? <laughs> Song movies, yeah. It just makes more sense. That's what they are. They're song movies. Yeah. Okay. Um Alright. Orion Sun. <laughs> or Orion Sun, now that Noah's redoing the language. <laughs> yeah. If you want to be technically correct. Okay, my fourth uh the clash self-titled their first um oh nice 35 i have a the clash album on my honorable mentions okay this one 
they clash are another one of these bands where like conceptually their all their albums should be short but they like made all their albums double albums yeah there's something you know what i mean like they just have like that kind of like pop punk you associate with like you know just like short songs and like you know quick hooks and that's it but they you know like when they just put a bunch of those on every album (laughs) yeah so yeah and like their first couple albums are short and then they like kind of get like i'm just gonna do whatever the fuck i want you know yeah Mm -hmm. like you get the london calling which is like mainstream but like not typical punk and then you get sentista which is them being like let's just do a lot of drugs and make music (laughs) <laughs> yep uh but in both cases they put like 30 fucking songs on those albums <laughs> so uh yeah uh they, they're self-titled it's i mean their first album's great it's it has uh it has uh I, isn't i fought the law on that their cover of it white riot uh i'm so bored with the usa uh it's just just classics white riot have you heard listen to the lyrics of that yeah, isn't it, it's it's a song that sounds like it would be bad, but I don't think it is because I think that the class were like extremely progressive. It's like so, like last time I listened, I was like, "Whoa, this is really like progressive." It's like like about like I think it's about like race unit, like poor people of all races get black people get fucked worse, but like we just poor people get fucked in general. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, it was about yeah. It's like about like how poor whites should like join uh, with with other other races to yeah. fight to fight the man, and that we sh- we should also fight not just minority people. That yeah, fight. yeah. When you hear a song Which called White a, Riot, yeah, a, especially a punk song, because punk is a little as a as a tenuous relationship with uh, <laughs> yeah. social causes, let's say. Yeah, it's like the a very extreme version of Born in the USA, where I'm sure a lot, I'm sure a lot of white nationalists have, have rocked out to right white. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure, without question. But yeah, it's actually not. Yeah, the Clash were like, especially in like their group of like the bands they were associated with, they were extremely progressive for their time. Um. Okay. Uh, all right. All right, where are we at? Oh, that was my fourth. So it's your fourth. My number four is uh, "Rubber Soul" by the Beatles. Okay. I, or "Revolver." I'm going with "Rubber Soul" because I've talked about "Revolver" on this podcast before. Yeah. Um, it comes in at 35 minutes, uh, and it is a near perfect album. You have "Nowhere Man," Michelle. I'm looking. Th- I'm looking through you. Is such a good song. <laughs> It's such a fucking good song. You have uh, Run For Your Life, which is pretty fucking dark, but we don't need to get into the politics of John. Uh, Norwegian Wood, Drive My Car, You Won't See Me. Just think for yourself. It is just a such a... God, the Beatles were so fucking... They were just so much better than them. It's ridiculous. Uh, Rubber Soul, the banger. Yeah, that's a, that's a great one. I'll just, talk, I'll just do my third now because my third is Revolver. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. You know, really the same thing. I'm, we took two different Beatles albums. That was good. Um, I'm proud of us. Revolver. It's 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 a, it's a banger. Classic classic sound. It's a lot of it's a lot of a lot of Beatles fans, like hardcore Beatles fans, think it's like their best. Is that true? You would know this better than me. Ah, uh, man. I feel like that's probably true. I think probably their most underrated is my favorite Beatles album. Okay. For sure. Um, but do they even have a best Beatles album here? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Come on. All right. Well, my I third mean, revolver, and I regret it already. <laughs> I almost threw help in there. Like, help's also a banger. Yeah. yeah. Hard Day's Night's also under 38 minutes. Like, there's a lot of... Be- I could fill up a full list well that's why i was trying to stay away from the well i was like i know that's there i know there's a bunch of albums there that i could easily just throw on this list but i wanted to i didn't want to do that it would have been too easy yeah um all right you can just we can go on to your third yeah my third is dirty mind by prince okay yeah this one i I thought about but i I didn't end up putting on because i wasn't i'm not as familiar with that particular album 
for whatever reason. I've been, I've been, uh, I just started a like going through Prince's discography. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, and I, I'm on Dirty. I was on Dirty Mind a couple days ago. This album is ridiculous. I have to um, it, it is, it is just peak like Prince with his high voice and like just going for it. Um, of just catchy fucking hooks, but they weren't like mainstream pop like his later stuff. Um, Uptown is a jam. That's probably the one you know best. Okay. And that, he literally has a song that, that – god damn it, Prince. It's called Sister, and it's about him fucking his sister. That dude did not hold back. He was That's not going – he, he was making decisions. <laughs> Questionable decisions, but uh, that whole album is like a quick 35 minutes, and it, every song is just boom, 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 boom. It's the That's beauty of the short album. Yeah, yeah, I gotta check it out. Prince, yeah, Prince, uh, you know, he made artistic decisions. That's one and thing you can say about Prince. He is also somebody that put out, like, an album a year. Yeah. Yeah. He did. And then, like, yeah, and then there's, like, the whole thing with his feud with the label. Mm-hmm. Did that slow down his output? In my head, it did. I don't think I, so. I don't think it did. Maybe a little that, bit. That's why he did the symbol thing, was so yeah. he could have like the rights to his stuff again. Um. Okay. Uh. All right. We're on our seconds. Uh. Mine. This one. I, I'm. I'm guessing is on your list, but I. I could be wrong because it's not there yet. Uh. Surferosa by the Pixies. It almost. It would have been. It, I was thinking. I was deciding between masterpiece and Surferosa. Okay. No, that's good. That's good, actually. Uh, this one's... It's, the Pixies were one of the bands where, in my head, all their albums are short, and I was absolutely right about. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> They're the only band that actually rewarded me for thinking... For this this <laughs> logic that I went through when I was making this list. And that's why they get the new, number two spot. <laughs> I just put them right up to the top now. Um, it's a great album. I mean, it's a great album. Uh, uh, it Super is Rosa is, is their best album? Yes. I think so. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. It's that or I mean, Doolittle's good, but uh, um, it's, it's one of those two. Probably Surfer Rosa. Uh, I'm pretty sure Surfer Rosa. Just, 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 just bangers. Bangers is up and down, and a quick yeah, gigantic. Holy shit! Which oh, gigantic, gigantic. Like the way like her voice gets high. Like, oh damn it! <laughs> There's like a run of songs in that album that is just iconic. You know? Yeah, like the superhero one. Yeah, there, there's some weird shit on that album, but it's it's good. I think it is. It is good. Yeah, it's it, it weird. It's very shit. weird. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's weird, but I like it. It works. Yeah, it's, it works it's, really well. It's very them. Um, yeah, it's 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 just it was their first, which is crazy, in and of itself. That was like their first their first album. But yeah, like. We should do debut albums at some point. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a great idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna write that down over. Yeah, that is a pretty elite debut. The Tony's album. theme is that the song you're thinking of? That's the one I'm thinking that of. That song's fucking nuts. It's fucking nuts, and the woman voice like like just kind of like talks it to to the mic for a little bit. Yeah, but it works. It's a good song. Tony's theme. Yeah, that's a great one. I mean. They're all they're all good. Big Brick is red, but yeah, like gigantic River Euphrates and Where Is My Mind, Cactus Tony's theme. Like that is just what a what a wild ride that is. <laughs> what another six pack we should do? We should do uh, three song runs. Okay. All right. I'm gonna... I I think about this a lot. Of like, what a fucking run of three songs that is. Finish down. Yeah, but it's it's this album's a journey. And, uh, and yes, yeah, it's, it's dirty. I know the it first is, few songs yeah. are like about like beating someone up kind of, I don't even know, like, <laughs> like the first few songs, like the, what bone, are the first few songs? Bone machine, break my body, something against you and broken face. Oh yeah. <laughs> but all those are really fucking good songs. They're good songs. They're good songs. They're great songs. Albums. 
Uh, what was the other one? His debut album. I'm writing it down on our on our running list. Debut in a three, three album, three, three song, song runs. runs in an album. All right. All right. What is your What is your second? I think you're gonna be kicking yourself. Uh, Pet sounds by the Beach Boys. Is that really? Is that really under thirty? Thirty eight. That's thir- That's thirty seven minutes. I dismissed it because I thought it was longer, but I'm obviously wrong. It is. And it, I mean, you're fair though. It's 13 songs long. Uh, it is a perfect album. I'll just say that it's a perfect album. I didn't even. I didn't even it's check those, how long it was. It's one of those albums that like everybody talks about how it's incredible and it, like it's kind of obnoxious that everybody's like, oh yeah, it's fucking bad sense. But it really is that good. Yeah, it's like one of Paul McCartney's favorite albums, right? Yeah, 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 it is. Uh, but Sloop John B, God Only Knows, Here Today, Don't Talk, Put Your Head on My Shoulder. I, I could literally just read the whole track list. I won't do that, but it it, it is it is a perfect album. One of, yeah, one the, of the best albums of all time, no question. This was one of the ones... I wasn't speaking of this specific one, but like this is the type of album I had in mind where I felt like I was missing something. I was thinking, but I wasn't. I I honestly, I literally, I saw the because I was scrolling through like playlists and I saw like the Beach, or, yeah, the Beach Boys on on one, and I was like, "Is Pet Sounds? No, Pet Sounds is too long." And I just kept scrolling. So this is I didn't check. <laughs> I didn't even check. That's on you at that point. But yeah. Damn. Yeah, Pet Sounds, great story, right? It's like for the peak of the Beatles, Beach Boys rivalry. Oh, yeah. Um, it was, uh, they heard, I think, Revolver. Brian Wilson heard Revolver and was, like, inspired and was like, oh, I got to top that. It's Revolver. I think it's Revolver. It could be a different Beatles album. Uh, and he wrote Pet Sounds and was like, I've perfected music. I've done it. <laughs> Pat myself on the back. Congratulations to me, Brian Wilson. And then, and then the Beatles hear that are inspired themselves, and they create Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Heart Club Band. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Wilson hears it and uh, has a mental breakdown because he just <laughs> can't keep up. I love like, like I love the way you said just like I perfected music because that's like that's pretty much exactly what he said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he pretty much did because he wrote the best album up to that point, probably. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a classic. Well, now I'm actually that's your second. I'm 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 confused. I'm I'm intrigued about what what your number one's going to be. But we we're not there yet because we have, as you said, many an honorable mention. Um, oh, many. Yeah, I mean, I, where do where do you even start? Uh, I'll, 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 hit, I'll start us off. Uh, do you know the band Wussy? No. Uh, they have an album called Funeral Dress at 35 minutes. That is just a fucking run through. <laughs> I being <laughs> incredibly insufferable. I was on our road trip uh, when I was in Baltimore once, and it was like it was like seven eight hours. I played this album twice <laughs> <laughs> on the on the way back, not not there and back. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we were in the car and I played it twice <laughs> in one day. Uh, Give him enough rope by the Clash, which uh, we talked yeah. about. Hard Days Night, Help, um, Magical Mystery Tour, all the Beatles. Um, <laughs> Greetings from Asbury Park, Bruce Springsteen's okay, yeah. debut album. Yeah, it's a really good album. Um, you wanna you wanna say a few and while I reload. Yeah, I have. Well, I have like a bunch of when we were when we were still like hammering down the exact time because we weren't sure how difficult the time limit we set was. I I included some that were like like just missed thirty eight or sub forty. So just missing thirty eight twenty one twelve by Rush is thirty eight forty two seconds. Oh, those fucks! Um, I need to think about that. I just assumed Rush would be over too. Yeah, uh, what else did I have? I had I'm Access Bold as Love by Hendrix is 39 minutes. Uh, Red. I Black thought every every Hendrix album is like an hour long. They are except for that one, and it's over 38. 
Um, <laughs> still not enough. Red by King, King Crimson's 39. Uh, I threw down Tweakbird. That one's 28. Or 20, yeah, 27. Um, Unknown Pleasures. By Joy's, Joy Division's 39. Uh, Doolittle by the, the other Pixies albums, 38, 38. So actually, we technically wouldn't qualify. Um, Dookie by Green Day's 38, 22. Someone just missed. Um, it's really that's those are the ones I wrote down. Celebration Rock by Japan Droids. Do you like Japan Droids? Have you listened to that? I remember when they got had like a moment. They had, and moment. I listened to them, and I was like, I get this. I, I can't get into it though right now. But maybe I should give them another try. I don't. I like them. I I feel like all their songs. Like I like their song. You know, and they just. I feel yeah. like all their songs sound like that song. Yeah, so, you know what I they, mean. Every song's the same. Like I, it's hard to like I can't like get into them. I I just like that song. That's yeah. how I feel about them. But I, I don't. know. You appreciate maybe. it, and yeah. you can enjoy it. But you don't. It's need a mood. To. It's a very. It's a mood. If you're yeah, in that yeah, mood, yeah. it works for sure. Um, I don't know. That yeah, but I mean, it's it's it was it's thirty five minutes. I thought about it. I put it in honorable mentions, and I feel fine with that. <laughs> Do you have any others? Oh, uh, I have many more. Oh. Uh, white blood cells, the white stripes. Okay. Uh, waiting on a song, Dan Arbach, uh, the dude from the Blackies. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard this, uh, that album? I don't think I've maybe heard like a single from it, but I don't think I've listened to it. Like you should it. check it out. It's not like the Blackies at all. Okay. Uh, Vampire Weekend self-titled album great fucking album I, I, I will not hear of it really okay yeah I'm, that I'm, not, I'm just I'm just surprised that album is banger after banger you know is that like I don't have the track list up but it, it, it okay. like uh, most of their classic songs comes from that album is that their first I believe so and they honestly oh God, I can't believe I'm coming out as a Vampire Weekend fan right now Big uh, they have another album that is just a fucking banger of an album yeah it is their first album I'm assuming their second one Contra is the one you're talking about no that one's decent it's the one with the all grey album cover it came out like when we were in college okay is it a Modern Vampires of the City yeah, yeah, that's actually a pretty good album. Because the new one's the one that's terrible, right? Oh, I didn't even know they had a new one out. Well, they, oh they, yeah, yeah, they that one, on that one's pretty fucking awful. They had one, they had one good song off that album, but it was, it was pretty bad. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm just surprised. That's all. I, I was, there's no, I'm just, I guess you're a fun fan, and they, they, they were kind of like in the same arena. Yeah, like, they at kept, that they, same they time the when fun was a thing. Yeah. I'm a surprising person, dude. I'm also a big Taylor Swift fan. Okay, okay, yeah. I mean, I knew that, but all right. <laughs> uh, she will probably if, when we do the three eight three song run. I bet <laughs> you one of her. I'm, I'm dead serious. I, I know you. Whatever. Um, I also have Ramon's self titled album, twenty nine minutes. Paul Simon's self titled album, twenty nine minutes. Uh, and then of course I got to name a couple of Dylan albums. New Morning uh, is actually the only one. Now I say John Wesley Harding's at 38 minutes. That has All Along the Watchtower. Oh, okay. Uh, And then his album New Morning uh, has honestly like some of some of the one one of the best Bob Dylan songs um, ever written called Sign of the Sign on the Window. It's as good as any other song he's written, and nobody knows about it. Okay. I mean, yeah, no one does know about you. You're the only person in the world who's listened to every, who like knows all the Dylan songs. You're like a Dylan yeah. encyclopedia. You replaced, <laughs> you replaced the part of your brain that would remember things like music video and replaced it with <laughs> Dylan knowledge. Dylan knowledge. Deep cuts off a new morning. <laughs> oh, no one's heard it. No one's heard it. They don't know. <laughs> It's a good fucking album. Ugh. I gotta. Uh, well, uh, actually, I'll ask you once we once we go through our list entirely. Okay. Okay. Um, are are you ready to go on to our number ones? 
I am. Okay, I'll go yeah. first. I'll go first. Um, I'm really curious what yours is because I'm I'm pretty confident that yours is, we have different number ones. Uh, oh, I'm, my, yeah. Mine is a Transformer by Lou Reed. Thirty-six oh, fifty-one. Oh shit! Yeah, this was the one. That's a good pick. This is the one I felt like I was like, all right, this is this is for good. I feel good at this at number one. This list is going to be fine. This is going to be a fine list. And then every other thing I looked up after that just sent me into deeper depths of chaos. <laughs> um, but Transformer by Lou Reed, great. It's just a, it's a great fucking album, man. I mean, it's it's. What so songs are on that album? Uh, Walk on the Wild Side, Perfect Day. Um, vicious, Andy's chest. Those, that's like the opening four or five songs. Um, they're like those most famous, <laughs> most famous like singles. Uh, yeah, it's it's great. That that is that's a good pick. Lou Reed is like the coolest person on earth. Yeah, I, I've said this to you, and I don't know if we've said it on the pod, but he is he just epitomizes cool. Oh, so cool. So so cool. He smokes cigarettes. He wears leather jackets. He sings. He doesn't give a shit. What else? Not. He? Yeah. He probably rides motorcycles. Um. Yeah. I just assume he did. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's Transformer. In a lot of, I mean, that was like his big coming because like Velvet Underground was not that big, especially when Transformer came out and. Bo, like Bowie was Bowie produced Transformer and he's he also is, does really? like a lot of backup vocals and stuff and yeah, he was very involved with Transformer but Bowie was like a big fan of Velvet Underground and he was like Lou do you can do this and Lou's like okay and David Bowie like he he was involved from, an involved producer from what I understand on Transformer Lou probably just did not give a shit, and like David Bowie was like, "You deserve to be famous," and really like pushed it through and like carried that's, Lou to the finish that's line. That's kind of what it sounds like, yes. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, it's a uh, yeah. This is it's good. It's it's good. It's it's very like edgy for what it like for 1972 in terms of like its subject matter. I mean, well, what was the subject matter? I, I I don't know that album super well. Uh, isn't like isn't Walk on the Wild Side like about like a uh like a trans prostitute? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Not really. Hey, yeah, I think that's what that's that Lou about. Reed, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's very Lou Reed. Like that tracks perfectly for Lou Reed. <laughs> yeah, it does. Very on character. But yeah, um, yeah great album I mean yeah I think the album's name's Transformer I think that's related to that that would make a lot of sense yeah great album number one there's 30 you you can't go wrong with Lou Reed or anything Lou Reed touches yeah (laughs) alright what is what is your number one Uh, we've talked about it before. My number one is uh, T for Tillerman by Cat Stevens, coming in at 36 Uh, minutes. Yeah. Did you end up listening to this album? I did. No, it's very good. Yeah, it's great. I just forgot about, like, I forgot that you were such a big fan. This, this, this album's just, just a, it it is a perfect album, again. I will say that. Um, Wild World comes off of it. Father and Son comes off of it. Uh, but each song just flows into the next so perfectly. Um, and it just like, I, all these songs are great, but it's another album where I, like, I, except for wild world, maybe I like never choose a single song to play. I just press play and then it goes. And luckily it's only 36 minutes because <laughs> that's how long art should be. Um, I like how his his genres, according to Wikipedia, are folk, pop, rock, and Islamic. I didn't realize <laughs> yeah. was a, was a genre. I mean, I guess like, I did not know that was a genre either. Yeah, yeah. But More you know. I, he hits. He hits. He hits those four. The four main pillars of <laughs> of, of modern music. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, I'm trying to find it. I'm just sorry. I had to close my Vampire Weekend tab to pull up Pat Stevens, <laughs> which is a sentence I didn't think I'd have to say. But we welcome we... to my life. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, Kev Stevens. I love his voice. There's something about it that is just so. It's, I don't know. It's so unique and like strong. Yeah. I mean, he just he's fucking going for it. Like when he sings on like longer boats and I might die tonight. Yeah, it's a great album. You literally every song in this is. <laughs> There, there isn't a song you take away. There isn't a song you add off of one of his other albums. Uh, it's so good. And, 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 on the album cover, you have a ginger. Like, what else do you need? Yeah. The, the and that matters, Eric. Representation, you know. Representation matters. Is it... I guess yeah. I guess the Tillerman is 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 a ginger. He's just eating tea under a table. Is it is it a little stereotypical? I mean, I mean, not stereotypical is the wrong word, but it's it is very much a caricature of a ginger drinking tea. I I have no idea what you mean. My me and my family do do this, what this scene is representing nearly every day. Oh, but no, that's why I had to ask. You didn't see me sneak off and drink tea under a table, a cloth linen table, uh, when we were living together in London. You didn't see me do that every morning. <laughs> you must have you must have did it in in your secrecy out of shame. <laughs> yeah, because we're persecuted. We're persecuted. I mean, yeah, he's he looks very content with his tea, this Tillerman. Just doesn't. And look at that sun behind him; it's huge. Yeah, that sun is. I had to like double check like what that was. Which is why he's under the tree for the shade because he's a ginger. Of course. Yeah. Ah, what a fucking album. I gotta ask, what? Okay, like I, if you remember what your six longest albums, you know the longer albums. Oh, I could probably find it. Yeah. How do you compare that list to this list? I, I think I'm I'm pulling it up now. That that one I think was easier for me to put together. I I just I guess I like the artists I listen to. The other thing that I was gonna bring up while I was putting this list together was I thought. When I was talking about like types of music that are like types of artists that I would have assumed made shorter albums that I was incorrect about. Rap albums are really long, and in my yeah. head they're not. Uh, <laughs> like, but like, like they're ones that those came up like a lot more in in our in our long albums. Um, this I couldn't really find many that I wanted to put in. I didn't list. find one that like deserved to be like. Yeah. Considered a great album that yeah, was shorter than thirty-eight minutes. Um, I don't know if I can, it, but yeah, that that was that was something that's worth noting. Is rap albums are generally generally longer. Um, I don't know. I I I obviously didn't feel great about this list, but I feel a lot better about my list now than I did when we started this episode. <laughs> You kind of you're kind of trashing my list by saying that. Are you not like wow? No, no, I didn't. <laughs> I spent like I wasn't sure. Okay. I was. I I expected no. I expected like six pet sounds. That was that was in my head. Like that's what I was coming. <laughs> hey, I think T for Tillerman is 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 a pet sound level album, and Rubber Souls, but you also chose Revolt. Yeah. No, I yeah. I just thought like like in terms of like ones that just like outright escape my like i was thinking for a second i was scared that like rumors was or like it was almost it was like 41 it was close or like there was like a rolling stones album or something that i just like didn't check in time like you know i was thinking like a bunch of stuff like that do not consider vampire weekend by vampire weekend one of those albums (laughs) i'm not hey i want to be clear i'm not anti-vampire weekend um i was just i didn't think they would come up ever on this podcast to be honest <laughs> but here we, we got range we got range <laughs> yeah um yeah uh, but I, I I think I probably still feel more confident about the the long albums I don't know unless this is it I think like I don't have, I don't know comparing albums like I, I don't remember my list but London Calling was on it 
Uh, yeah, London Calling was on. You know, like I, and like London Calling is as any album on this, and like I'm sure there's a few others, but like again, if you're asking me, like I'd rather listen to all six of these albums probably before any of the other albums on the other list. Mm. If you were just like, hey, let's put on an album. You know, you're right. That's, that's bringing that back for me. That like we don't just sit down and listen to double albums. Um, as often, uh, yeah, looking through my list, I feel like, like, these, these are, like, my, my, my short albums are more fun, I'll say that, like, it's more fun, and you're right, I'd rather listen to these, these albums, I'd rather listen to Sephirosa than, like, physical graffiti straight through. Because oh yeah for sure more fun and physical graffiti I, I just pull up my list yeah physical graffiti electric ladyland London calling the wall white album like they're all great albums and like these are all eyes on me like these are those are that's six like iconic classic albums but but I would rather listen to yeah like Transformer yeah and Lysol or Ty Siegel. Because it can kind of feel like, especially like an album like The Wall, it's like incredible. But it feels a little bit like a chore. It's a These mo- short it's albums a journey. never it's feel a, like a it's chore. It's a fucking journey, yeah. Yeah, you can have more fun. Like you, And you can like listen to even like Tweakbird, um, who I think I've talked about on this podcast like near the beginning of this podcast. Um, they're weird. but like You mean like five 20- years ago? Yeah, but like this is a it's a twenty seven minute album of of weird, you know. That's just like a different, and you can like have fun and get weird for twenty seven minutes. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'm glad you feel better about your list at the end of this because you know my list now. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I, I, I get it, though. Like, I feel like... Yeah, because I feel like... Like, um, like all six of these are good. It's just... I, like, the way you were talking, you made it sound like it was so obvious. But, like, we both picked, like, weird stuff. So, that's that's, that's yeah, what, I was, yeah. what I was more afraid of. Was that I went, I went, I went too obscure... Again, outside of my first two, did I go that weird? You know, like dirty. Like I went Prince, Beatles, Beach Boys, Cat Stevens. Yeah, but like I was talking, like a Ryan son is not going to. Most people probably haven't heard of Ryan. No, that was a deep cut. You, I'm telling you, you gotta check them out. They're really fucking good. Okay, I'll I'll check them out. Um. All right. Well, uh, let's let's do we do we go through the full list? Uh, no, we still need to do that. Okay, uh, I'll go. Uh, so my 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 top six uh, short albums, which we 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 did st- under thirty eight minutes, were uh, mine was Ty Siegel self titled from twenty seventeen, Lysol by the Melvins, uh, the Clash self titled from their first whatever their whenever their first album came out, uh, Revolver by the Beatles, uh, Surfer Rosa by the Pixies, and Transformer by Lou Reed. Uh, my top six is Masterpiece by Big Thief, Hold Space for Me by Orion Sun. Orion? Orion. God fucking damn it. I even looked at you like I I, I got it right. Um, Rubber Soul by The Beatles, Dirty Mind by Prince, Pet Sounds by The Beach Boys, and Tea for Tillerman by Cat Stevens. Those are, those are, those are two great lists of, of we easy well. to listen because it's short music. Just, um, just make short art. Movies under two hours, albums under forty minutes. It's not hard. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. All right. Are you ready for for fuck this thing? I have mine. I am. Uh, go for it if you're ready. Uh, fuck the conversations around draft grades after the draft. Yeah. Um. I hate both sides. You know, one side is putting out draft grades that are judging people's draft, which is ridiculous because you can't judge a draft till years after. Yeah. The other side complains about it, but also fuck you because 
guess what? Draft grades are kind of fun. They're meaningless and they're dumb, but they're fun and let people enjoy them. Yeah, I think there's like a yeah. Because like to a certain you can judge like you know, people's actions off the information they had at the time to an extent. So I get that. Um Yeah. But some teams are just objectively better. I also think like what a lot of that loot like I've I don't know I it might be going too far in this direction, but I feel like development is like very important like i think i just think like certain teams can just develop players better and absolutely there's a reason why certain teams only pick bus so like a lot of this stuff is like some at some extent overrated especially for something like quarterback you know yeah like patrick mahomes would maybe would have been good regardless but he wouldn't have been great if he got drafted in the top 10 or if he if he wasn't drafted by kansas city you know, yeah, he, he wouldn't be the quarterback we know today. Yeah, he got to sit for a year and just learn from Andy Reid for a year, and then and he gets to play with Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and yeah. Andy Reid. Yeah, you know, and like Trey Lance, is he the best quarterback of the draft? No, definitely not. No. He'll probably have the best career because yeah, he's gonna have Kittle and Debo and Kyle and yeah, yeah. But Trevor Lawrence would have would 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 be better than him most likely. Yeah. Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, all three of those I would say would probably be better if 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 the Niners had him instead of Trey Lance. Right, but yeah, so yeah, I see what you say. Yeah, draft draft grade. So is your fuck this? Th- I can't, it's hard for me. Is it draft grades or is it the hate to draft grades or is it the whole draft grades conversation? It's the whole conversation because both okay. sides annoy the fuck out. Both yeah. sides to just shut up and let's just live life, you know? Post the grades and don't talk about it again. That's what you're saying? <laughs> yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. And also, any draft grade that didn't give Denver an F, fuck you specifically. Because <laughs> if you're Denver and you don't draft a goddamn quarterback, you deserve an F. What the fuck are you doing? You just in fields. And you draft a goddamn quarterback. Yeah, it's 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 funny because you wanted that quarterback, but like I still don't really understand why they did this. <laughs> right, like I I would be laughing at them if if it didn't fuck me over so bad. But now yeah. I'm just angry. Right. Yeah. It's malpractice, though. What the fuck are you doing? I don't know. I I really don't know. Like like you know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, their their fans were like, oh, this must mean we're getting Aaron Rodgers, but it's like, I don't think so. And two, like, I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't feel like that's, like, how, I don't know. I don't feel like that's bad planning. It's very bad. I'm, I, I'm so upset. I'm getting re-upset right now. <laughs> oh, man. What's your fuck this thing? Uh, it's been, it's the, it's been, uh... I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with humidity. It's been oddly humid mm-hmm. here, and I I don't care for it whatsoever. It's not really like humid, humid here. Like I don't know. It's, it, there's it's it's not dry, but it's 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 been like weird. It's been weirdly muggy, and it's not usually like muggy here, but it's it's been on it's been upsetting. Don't make me regret moving up there. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what this is to be honest. It's like it's kind of in between seasons, but usually it's just nice or shitty this time of year. And this year is trying to do both at the same time, and that's the this is the result because <laughs> <laughs> it's been warm. It's been it's been yeah. pretty warm, but it's still like gray. So it's just it's kind of turned into this humid mess. Humidity is it's the absolute worst. You're just probably, you just sweat constantly. Yeah, and it's not that bad. Like compare, like uh, you, the humidity you've experienced probably in like Baltimore or Thailand. I'm assuming is is probably like this pales in comparison. But usually we don't have any. So the fact yeah. that we have some, it's just it's kind of weird. It is weird, and yeah, the grayness definitely plays on. Like I feel like whether it's more humid or not, that like adds mentally more humidity. Yeah, because yeah, Cause like, Thailand was humid as fuck. It was never gray. Yeah, yeah, it's been like high sixties and gray, or like the high sixties, low seventies and gray. It's just kind of weird. 
it's not I feel like this doesn't it's not usually what this does here uh, wait that's not even fucking hot dude alright I, I am I'm not on your side anymore that, <laughs> that doesn't sound bad at all well it is hot for here it's been that's true. 40s <laughs> and 50s for months um alright well this was fun we talked about short albums the preferred length of the art form um all art we have another fun episode next week uh we will i know what it is but but we won't even we don't we don't need to tease it we'll get there we'll cross that bridge (laughs) (laughs) um all right but with that fuck the the entire draft grade conversation both sides (laughs) everyone involved uh and fuck humidity just in general well done